Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in on a funky flashback Friday. It is the Odd Couple, Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Do it live! That's right, Bill. And real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. Yes, Martin Weiss, what we got on the college football? Still 7 nothing. Yeah, still 7 nothing. Georgia's driving. Again? Big, no, hey, don't worry about it. They're driving. <laughs> Georgia's driving. It's all right. They went forward on fourth and three uh, in, in questionable territory. The receiver was open, but they, you just got to execute. That's the biggest thing with analytics going forward. And I know this is not, we don't have a segment on this, but there's a quick aside. Yeah, don't derail the all show, coaches please. Wanna, all these coaches want to go forward on fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and three. I don't care. As long as you make a play call and you have your guys go out there and execute the play. Don't go out there on fourth down and get a false start. Don't go out there on fourth down and have a ball and, and just miscommunicate. That's, that, that's unexcusable to me but in any event. There you go. That's my, okay. my 30 second rant. As somebody who had Chargers plus three versus Kansas City Chiefs Thursday night a couple weeks ago. Goodness ah, gracious. Hey, you sound bitter. I get it. I understand. All right, let's talk about the, the Seattle Seahawks and uh, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Pete Carroll. You know, they're out of the playoff race, going to have a losing record. They're 5 and 10. Ugly loss to the Bears, Martin. I mean, you know, I was watching that game at your crib. Mm-hmm. And uh, not a pretty sight. I was not happy. Had a chance to uh, win some shekels in that. And that was ugly. They were up 17-7 and wound up losing on a two-point conversion uh, at the end of the game. But uh, the future. Russell Wilson finally talked about the future and could this next game be his last game in Seattle. He said he hopes not. But we got sound. And remember, it was just a year ago, Martin, in the offseason, where he was belly aching, not happy with uh, not having input, and where the team was going and directions, and his uh, his camp put out teams that he would be willing to go because he has a no trade clause in his contract. So wherever he goes, he has a say. Uh, let's hear Russell Wilson. You mentioned that you, maybe this could be your last game with the Seahawks in, in Seattle. Just just kind of curious if that's something you think is realistic, and if that's something that's going through your mind at all that maybe Sunday. We- could be your last game at Lumen. I think that, you know, you never know. But I think that for me personally, I hope it's not. I was saying, I was saying, I hope it's not. But I was also also saying that in terms of the preparation, I also know that the reality is is that it won't be my last game in, in NFL period. So every day you have to give everything you have. I get it. And there are people, Pete Carroll, Martin, you heard Pete Carroll basically say that uh, we could get this fixed and turned around. We don't need to rebuild, retool. That Jamal Adams trade was bad for Seattle, right? That didn't sure. work out. And and they they lost draft picks. They gave up draft picks. They need draft picks. The best thing that they offer is Russell Wilson 
to be able to get some draft picks to rebuild this. It's not the Legion of Boom anymore. That's been long gone. You, ha- you can't live in the past and think, well, we're not that far. The, the NFC West is, is a tough division as well. And it's great to have a quarterback, and I understand it. The, the, the naysayers are like, you may never get another star quarterback like Russell Wilson. And, and you're right, that could happen. But the way that the team is set up now, even having him, you're not going to win again. Well, and also, too, can we play that sound one more time if, if, if we have you it didn't available? Hear it? Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, your ears? I just want to just – because I think we missed an important part of it. You mentioned that you, maybe this could be your last game with the Seahawks in, in Seattle. Just, just kind of curious if that's something you think is realistic and if that's something that's going through your mind at all, that maybe Sunday could be your last game at Lumen. I think that – you know, you never know. But I, I think that for me personally, I hope it's not. I was saying. So – if you notice, the reporter's question, I don't know his name at the moment, uh, forgive, uh, forgive me please, he said to Russell, you mentioned this might be your last game in Seattle. This was unsolicited. Russell Wilson brought up, you know, I heard you guys ask Bobby Wagner, who may retire at the end of the year, this may be your last game in Seattle. How do you feel about it? Russell Wilson goes up, who's actively planning on not retiring at the end of the year, as, as evidenced by the rest of that quote. He goes and says, I heard you guys ask Bobby about all that. Could it be your last game? Yeah, like, well, the thing about Russell Wilson is he wants to get these messages out, but he doesn't want anybody to ever be mad at him. Right. Like that's, 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 He's one of those guys. That's no what it is. It. That's all it is. He doesn't ever want anybody. He wants to, you know, he wants to be able to, to have – not that he would ever lose any of these endorsements. Martin, you got a but, Michigan score update? No, I don't. We'll wait for Steve. We'll, we'll wait for the update at the <laughs> okay. bottom of the hour okay. to update the damn Michigan score. How about that, okay? Okay. Exactly. Okay. Now, back to the matter at hand and Russell Wilson, who injured his hand earlier in this season – Goodness gracious. Can we stay on focus? You want to derail the show? Exactly. Okay. But no. But Russell Wilson, earlier in the summer, he's he, he has a no-trade clause, but he gives his list of teams. That's like, you know, if you're married, Rob, you don't talk about the, the four or five women that you would break up with, you break up with your wife to go right, and be married. That I would marry, right. No, you tell no, her if, like, if, yeah, that's this why doesn't work out a, between us. You know what? You know Susie, your uh, co-worker at the job? I, I might get with her. Yeah, you know, I love this team I'm with right now. I love this woman I'm with right now. But, hey, you know, if that one over there became available, I may may have to reconsider. It's just like that's just that's first but it's 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 absurdity and the way that he frames it is in such a way that it's like, oh, you know, I would really just love to be here, but you know, it might not no one asked him if he was going to leave Seattle in this in this in this press conference. He brought it up. He doesn't want to be there. So I think that absolutely the Seattle Seahawks should be looking into trading him because it's it's evident he doesn't want to be there. And here's the thing. I you know, and if Pete Carroll's not with it, Bill Belichick just did it. He just said, you know, all right, they'd rather get rid of Brady a year early than a year too late, and and they took a hit last year, Martin. They didn't make the playoffs, but they're back. It, it's not like like it's the end of the world, and he's an older coach like Pete Carroll, and the Pete Carroll with this idea, if he's not interested, Martin, in rebuilding this and getting it back, then maybe he's not the coach. Maybe you need to go get a new coach and quarterback. But you need to do something with this franchise. I can't understand why people are so afraid to move off of people. It happens. Uh, The Indianapolis Colts, I mean, and and granted, Peyton Manning was injured. They could have waited for him and said, he gives us our best chance. We'll wait for his back to be fused back together, Martin, right? They could have. He came back and played. They could have waited for him. They didn't. 
Uh, the Packers didn't want to wait around for Brett Favre to make up his mind whether he's going to keep retire, unretire. They just said, oh, okay, good. We got Aaron Rodgers sitting here. He's been sitting here for three years. We believe he can play, and they went on their way. Brett Favre continued to play well. Remember, he went to the Jets, played well for them, mm-hmm. went to Minnesota, got them to the NFC Championship game before he threw that pick, that pick uh, late in the game to lose it. Tracy but, but he did get them there. He threw it to Tracy Porter. I'll never forget you remember that. Remember that? Play. Yeah. Absolutely. So he threw it across his body. Just a terrible throw. Just just a terrible throw. But also, it's just this to me, it seems like if you look at the rest of the NFC West and what the Seahawks are going to be competing against in the rest of the year, you, you have the perfect example. Matt Stafford was traded from the Lions to the to the uh to the Rams and and we're both we both have ties in Detroit. I mean, sure, there's some fans in Detroit who are like, you know, bump Matt Stafford. I don't care about what happens to him now that he's a Ram. But overwhelmingly, the average Detroit Lions fan is happy to see Stafford succeed. Wish that it happened in Detroit, but it's happy to see him succeed. You know, he went out there and he played he played hard for the time that he was a Lion. Did it all work out? No. But he was out there he was doing his he was, he was trying his best, right? And I feel like overwhelmingly that would be the response if Russell Wilson would just shut up and allow himself to be traded right instead of and just go to management and say hey man you know look this isn't working we don't have a first round pick until you know my kid graduates from college because we traded him all for Jamal Adams you know, trade me go get some first round picks it'll work for Seattle it'll send me here and it'll all send them to New Orleans and it'll all be fine just what, go ahead what do, you, what do you make of the list uh, uh, of these three places the Saints Pittsburgh or the New York football giants. And that's got to be for wifey, the New York football giants. That that can't be because Gettleman is a bad GM. Joe Judge, I'd rather take uh, Judge Judy at this point. I mean, the giants are a mess. So that the giants are on his list can only be that they want to be in New York. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think that, that could be the only reason. I think that's the aspect of it. Like similar reasons to why we, you know, when LeBron came to Los Angeles, it's like, well, you know, he, probably can turn the Lakers into a championship contender, which they were for a while, and then he's a lot easier to make, you know, it's a lot easier to film Space Jam 2 when it's 20 minutes away from the house than it right. is, a, you know, a three-hour flight. So I can imagine that, especially Russ and, and with Sierra and her and her uh, business business ventures. But she can sing anywhere, I guess, but I... Well, I she's much more than a, even a singer at this point. Like, in terms of Sierra's new music, I can't imagine that too many people are clocking for her newest single. She's more Sierra the, 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 the icon at this point, where I'm sure she's making more appearances than anything. Uh, what team do you like? I mean, obviously you're from New Orleans originally. You grew up as a Saints fan. Uh, do you like the fit there? Pittsburgh has pieces. They have a defense. Uh, Pittsburgh's kind of a pretty blue-collar city. I don't know if Sierra and, and Russ would, would like that town. You know, it's, it's, it's an acquired taste, Pittsburgh. Have you been there, Martin? I've never been to Pittsburgh. It's uh, an acquired taste. It's a, it's a, used to be a steel city. You know, like, it's blue-collar is what it is. Well, not ritzy at all. Well, at the end of the day, you know, the idea that Sierra is spending – you know, 300 days of the year, wherever Russ's team is, is at, is not realistic, right? That's not that's not happening. But, uh, like, she's probably, it's probably over, only there during the football season at the most in general. But uh, to me, just from a football sense, I know this. If I was a quarterback and I wanted a new team, watching this season, I watched the Saints hold Tom Brady to, not, to zero points 
and they won the game nine to nothing. I, I, I see the Saints. Who def- pitched that game? That was unbelievable. I but, know. Exa- but exactly, that's like this: the games that the Saints are losing. This because literally they have the worst offense in football, if not, you know, if like for any team that's near contention. But like it's a per play basis, it's up there with the Jags and the Jets and the New Orleans Saints. And and two of those guys are starting rookie quarterbacks, and the other one's starting a tight end at quarterback. So there you go. You know, uh, but if I was a quarter, if I was a quarterback like Russell Wilson, I got three or four years left playing at the highest level I could expect, possibly could extend. You know, for four or five, depending on my situation, I'd look at Drew Brees and see how he just walked out of the door. And New Orleans is the easiest choice for me. Like yeah. not and not even not even on a homer thing. It's just it doesn't make any not sense. Not Pittsburgh though. I mean, they got a great coach, right? I mean, both coaches have won Super Bowls, right? I mean, sure. The, yeah. So you got that. I'm just trying to look at the the, the two sides. The, the thing uh, both about both have good defenses. Okay, but then you're looking if you want to win Super Bowls, you go to Kamara's a better runner. They got a better running game. All right, situation. but then but also look at the competition. You're going to be in the same conference as Patrick Mahomes, as Justin Herbert, as 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 you know. So a lot of the new and up and coming arms are in the AFC. If you're in the NFC, sure you got Tom Brady, but if you play for the Saints, you might be able to knock him out before you even uh, get to the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And you, Aaron Rodgers in the NFC is too as well. Obviously, but he's getting. He's. We're talking about how old he is now, even though he's still playing at a high level. The NFC to me seems much more wide open over the next ten years than the AFC does. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Uh, you want to weigh in? What would you do if you were running the ownership, GM, front office in Seattle? Would you trade away uh, Russell Wilson? Would you fire Pete Carroll? Would you just retool and keep everything as is and add a couple pieces and with some tape and some glue and some ice pop sticks? I mean, what would you do to try to get this thing turned around in Seattle as they suffer through a miserable season and going nowhere fast? Uh, we'll hear from you next. It is The Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. Stick and stay if you're a Mr. Unlimited fan in the U.S. of A. Nice. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio on a funky flashback Friday. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Rob Parker, Martin Weiss in for Chris Broussard. And do you think it's okay to drive stone? The truth is your reaction time slows way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form... Rubbing it on, edibles, smoking it, whatever. Do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Chance for you to hop in. If you have had a hard time trying to get through the odd couple here on this New Year's Eve, we know people are preparing, watching some football, 
Got a night plan. Just be safe tonight. Uh, be careful, but enjoy yourself as we bring in 2022. And Martin, I'm sure we got people who want to jump in on this conversation. We're talking about Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. What do you do? How do you fix the future of this franchise? We want to hear from you. Let's go to Andre in Massachusetts. You're on The Odd Couple. What's going on? Thanks for taking the call. Happy New Year, Rob. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, Andre. Uh, How- Martin. Thanks, you know, buddy. Excited. Happy New Year to you, too. Yes, indeed. But uh, if I'm the Seattle uh, Seahawks, I'm looking at what the L.A. Lakers were experiencing in 2004, even though I know, you know, Shaq and Kobe, they, they don't necessarily have that second fiddle. But I'm doing whatever I can if I'm ownership to convince Russell Wilson to stay and then to see how we can build this thing going forward. The fact of the matter is Pete Carroll, yes, good coach, did his thing at USC, did his thing in NFL. He's 70 years old. So he's on the downside of his career. And, Rob, you're 100% right. There's a lot of money in Russell Wilson's contract that's tied up. But if I can find possibly a connection between him and a Byron Leftwich or him and an Eric Bietemi or who the right. next hot, innovative coach is to pair those two together and to try to build that thing going forward, that's my best bet. I think Russell Wilson, obviously he has a lot of charisma, high Q rating. He has, let's, let's see if we can build something with, with him as a player general manager and then a good head coach. Rather than trying to start from scratch, you don't know who your next quarterback is going to be. Everyone thinks they can pick the next quarterback. We see how that's working out in Jacksonville. I think that's the safer bet. And to put the pressure, not the pressure, but to invest in Russell Wilson, to double down on him going forward at 33 years old in the league where you can play longer and longer versus a coach who, you know, he loves it. He has a youthfulness about him. But come on, you're 70 years old. How many more years in the tank uh, do you have left? Guys, thanks for taking the call so much. Happy New Year. We're going to Keep it going into 2022. Appreciate it. Thanks for the support, Andre. We do appreciate you. 877-99 on Fox. Cameron in Indiana, you're on The Odd Couple. What you got, buddy? Yeah, hey, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So I got a couple of things for you. Well, let's say you find a trading partner for us. Uh, If you have Pete there, uh, are you guys still going to consider the problem solved or unsolved for the man what you're looking at, Russ wants what, essentially? More control of the offense? So you bring in somebody new. I mean, isn't Pete still technically going to be a problem? So me, I think you got to have well, some money. Well, but wait, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, are you saying uh, Pete would like to run the football more than throw and Russ wants to throw it, let Russ cook, that was the rub. They've had a lot of success. They've gone to the playoffs almost every year. They've gone to two Super Bowls. Are you saying that you want to fire, just fire Pete Carroll straight out? I mean, I'd say trade Russ away and fire Pete Carroll. I mean, either way, the last dude's the saying that he's, what, 70 now? So, I mean, you're looking at, he's up there. So, I don't really see a long-term future for either of them. So, either way, it doesn't look stable to me. So, you got to do both. So, I'd, okay. I'd ask them both. Okay. That's fine. I get it. Clean house. Get rid of the coach and the quarterback. Well, the thing is, they got Russ's guy, the guy that he wanted as an offensive coordinator. Shane Waldron was the guy that Russ kind of handpicked to be the offensive coordinator. So it's not like the organization hasn't acquiesced to him. It's just not working out. Jeff in Virginia, you're on the you're on the odd couple. What you got? Jeff. Jeff in Virginia. All right. All right, let's go to John in Olympia. You're on the odd couple. Yeah, I say let the guy go. Drop the cap on him. You mean let Russell Wilson? Russell. Okay, let him go. Go ahead. Let yeah, me hear why. Because he, he can't cook anything. Let him go. <laughs> drop the cap. Find, find the defense. Find the defense. 
spend the money on other people. We're not going to win with him here. I, I will say my thing is if you, if you are not going if you're not a type of quarterback that is going to solve all the problems. Aaron Rodgers, his offensive lineman, you don't know any of them. Bakhtiari's hurt, his replacement gets hurt, his replacement gets hurt. Doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers is just chucking on down which, the field, which is unbelievable. But to right? me, I mean, but and, and then, but like kind of like same thing with the Tom Brady. Like for all those years that he was in in in, in New England, the cast of characters around him was was rotating in and out. But consistently, year in year out, consistently year in year out, that Aaron Rodgers type guy, you're seeing the same result, right? You're seeing. Year in, year out success. You haven't seen that, in my estimation, with Russell Wilson in the same exact way. I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see the NFL. In a, I'd like to see the NFL kind of like like come back a little bit on these, some of these salaries. Like Baker Mayfield is the next guy up. If he if he makes the next forty fifty million dollar contract, the, the Browns are done. They can't pay. Like Dude, I, there's so much money. I I, I I can't get with you. I mean, the, the owners are making hand over fist. The players are just. They're just getting their percentage more. No, That's I'm how talking much money's well, out well, there. Well, you want to talk about getting rid of the salary cap, and sit, then then I can have a conversation about that. But as long okay. as your salary, as long as your salary is is taking up a piece of a pie of a great of, and but, there's only so much. Your salary is part of a whole. Like yeah, but Aaron, that's like a every, phony. That's a phony it, system. All right, but it is the system owners, that it's okay. a system under which we play the game. I understand. So that's the phony. system under which it's I'm phony. going to go ahead and no, it's not phony because it's real. It's real right now. It's, that's part of the reason why you can't pay a quarterback X amount of dollars because you're not going to be able to pay the rest of your team. Why? They paid Russell Wilson. That's what they paid him. All right, mean well, I don't understand. I don't know if you understand the fundamentals of capitalism and then how yes. the salary cap is anti-capitalist. But I don't know. I don't know what you want me to I'm, say. I'm if you pay your quarterback cap. forty million dollars, you fundamentally only have X amount of dollars from the rest of your salary cap to pay the rest of your team. That's how the NFL salary structure works. So whether you think it's wrong or right, that's just how it works. So that's what I'm saying. I think I would like to see either the salary cap go away or some of the – unless you are a guy that is able to solve all the problems for your organ, for your team on the field, like Aaron Rodgers, like a Tom Brady, like a Drew Brees was in his prime, then I don't think we should be offering quarterbacks that amount of money. I don't know. Okay. We've got another issue going on. I, I mean, I don't know what to do. I get it, but that's not up to the quarterback. That's for the team – to make those decisions, and a lot of them don't. They just pay. Matthew Stafford, with no playoff wins, and the Lions was the highest-paid player in the league, Martin. And then maybe he shouldn't have been the highest-paid player okay. in the league. The Lions well, shouldn't have saying. paid him as the highest-paid player in the league. But the reason that he had to be is because of the way the salary structure exists in the NFL today. I'm not understanding what you don't get, like what you don't, what you don't like about it. I, I just don't I, – I don't like the salary cap, but I'm not blaming the players. I blame uh, – let those guys go, but they won't do it. All right. Uh, you know what we got coming up. Are you ready? Coming up next, Tyshirt's Tower of Trivia. That's right, Martin. Why should you get to be waxed by me in this game? I can't wait. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. 
absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's time for Tyson's Tower of Trivia. And now, ladies and gentlemen, vegans and meat eaters, kale chip lovers, ruffle chip lovers, it's time. This game is so easy. For Tyshirt's Tower of Trivia. All right, so uh, this is also my first time doing Tyshirt's Tower of Trivia, so this will be fun. Um, Come on, Bo, you'll be good. Let's do it. Yes, Alex knows nothing of sports, so I believe the way it works is, uh, you can't be worse than Michigan's defense tonight. <laughs> Rob and Martin are going to go back and forth giving Alex one-word clues, and um, he will have to guess the answer. Cleveland I, Browns. I think we're going to start with Martin just because uh, no, yeah, one, let, let no one, one should go. have to watch what's going on in this Michigan game right now. So uh, the first question for Alex here is, uh, Alabama's nickname is the Alabama Crimson what? Uh, the one-word clue I will give is Water. Water. They were just on TV. I feel like don't you should talk know to him. You after you give your clue, <laughs> step back. He doesn't I know. I think sports. I know what you're leading to, Martin. And is that tied? Ah, it is tied. It is, it is tied. I yes. was going to say detergent. I that, was wondering if that would have helped. That me. was what I was going to use too. Uh, me too. All right. So the next one here. Uh, this quarterback attended Michigan before being drafted in the sixth round of the NFL draft. So is it- the loat. Oh, that's got to be Tom Brady. Yeah! I love it. Everybody calls him that now. That's my moniker. <laughs> All right, this next ah. one sh- this next one should be uh should be pretty easy for Alex here. It's it's tailored for him. I'm ready. Yes, it is. I'm looking at this. Michigan shares its mascot with this famous member of the X-Men. Martin? One word. Bubs. Oh gosh. <laughs> Uh, what? Werewolves. Come on. <laughs> werewolves? No. Rob? Is, werewol- wow. is werewolves even a member? I figured you would know all the X-Men. The X-Men. You'd be uh, surprised. I'm more sideburns. of a man over superheroes. Did you hear my clue? No. Say it again. Sideburns. Wolverine. Yeah! I thought that you would have known that Wolverine called everybody bubs. Did he? I guess. I that. See? That's, like, that's what happens when you think, oh, I bad. guess. Uh, I just, this is a route. This is uh, Michigan, Georgia. This is a route. This member of the Cleveland Browns was on Georgia's last team to make an appearance in the national title game. I don't think that this is a fair question. How is he supposed to know the member of the Cleveland Browns? He doesn't even know the name of the Crimson Tide. That's true. Uh, hmm. Fat. Bayheim. That <laughs> <laughs> just came to mind. Yes. Um... Yeah, this is a tough one. He'll he just there's no way he's going to get the the full name of this. Can guy. I get a it's first or last name tease, Bo? Yeah, you got it. We got it. Uh, oh, let me so get my clue. Let me get my clue first, and then I need a hint. Uh, yeah, no, let me get my clue. Okay, uh, Barkley. <laughs> I'm not sure how that's supposed to help me, Rob. Barkley. Well, listen to what Martin said and what I said. Oh, uh, what's his name? Chubb, right? Yeah. 
I'll don't, take it. That doesn't count as a victory for Rob. <laughs> yes, <we take> it. <laughs> that doesn't count as a point for Rob. Let's go. We're running out of time. We All right. One more. Let's give Which fictional one. character? It's three, to, it's three to one, right? What, what is yeah. it? No, it's two up. Because it doesn't count as a point for you. I got tied. You got Tom Brady. And then no one got three and four. That's no, I got Wolverine. Score. What are you talking about? I'm winning. <laughs> Which fictional character from this early 90s or from an early 90s movie played for Alabama? Yeah, you go first then, Parker. It should go. You no, know, I went first the first four times. This game is rigged. All right. He was running. That's what? my clue. I don't care if it's three words. No, one word. <laughs> you got this game rigged. I'll play by my own damn rules. No, it doesn't he go like that. He was running is my clue. We allowing that one, Rev? Running? Yes, that's what I said. I was running. No, Life's no, like no. a box of chocolates. You I'm go. going force on that one. Give me gump. Yes. Boom. I get that point. You better no, ding that, that bell. You cheated. All right. We we <laughs> just we ran out of time. We're gonna do one more. Let's do one more. Let's well, let's do one more real quick. Uh which bowl game is referred to as the granddaddy of them all? There we go. I don't know. I just hear Rob's music. Yes. One ten north. That's my that's my uh That's your clue, yeah. One, one, one word north. Martin uh, t- t- The one ten north is a thing. It's one word. It's one word. I'm sorry. Is it? Yes. I have no all idea. All right, it's all over. Let, I'm the winner. Let's hear it. Pump it up. Turn this off. This is madness. Yes. What type of scam game is this? You know what? I refuse. I, hey, I want to recount. No I demand recount. a recount. Go Rob to the electoral Parker. colleges. Count them back up. Rob Parker's a fraud. This is fake hey, news. Too I, bad. Have, I refuse hey, it is to the lose. Odd couple. Fox Sports Radio. Yes, I'm winning again. Throw We're talking the red challenge Bill Vinovich missed the call. Nikhil Roby called NFL in the field with Tommy Lee Lewis in the end zone. Stick and stay on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio on a funky flashback Friday. Yes, New Year's Eve 2022 knocking on the door. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. It's Rob Parker and Martin Weiss in for Chris Bouchard. And it can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think about calling a ride home. Nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license. You total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over, paid for by NHTSA. All right, Martin, this weekend, some uh, good games. And uh, when you look across the NFL schedule and, like, games that I would call consider must-win, I look at, like, the Bengals and Kansas City. I look at Arizona and Dallas. Which game do you look at? Was it one of those two like uh, where a team really needs to win? Baltimore needs a win desperately as well. Yeah, um, I, Baltimore, which, I think. Which game Which game are you looking at? I'd say the team that needs a win to me mostly is the Arizona Cardinals, even though that they have clinched Dude, the playoffs. Dude, they've fallen off. I mean, uh, they started out 7-0. and They've lost three in a, ro- a row and five of eight. And this is another year – of Cliff Kingsbury, and I know they've had some injuries. I mean, I'm not blind, but 
another like swoon, Martin, in the second half of the season. Well, and the fact of the matter is that every team in the NFL has injuries at at week 17 of this year, especially exacerbated with the COVID situation. But again, like they don't, Kyler Murray's not protected enough in this offense, and I don't, it's football. Obviously, guys are going to get hurt. It's going to get. It's going to be tough, right? But like, but Kyler Murray's not protected enough in this offense. It's too DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins dependent for for it to to be consistent week in week out. That's why they start out like gangbusters, and then as soon as guys wear down a little bit, they they don't have a second gear. They don't have a curveball for their fastball. The Arizona Cardinals, and they need to develop one, or they're going to just be wasting their time here. And what so Arizona? I'm with you. They they desperately, and it's not about you know playoffs. They've already get, basically given up the division, I, I think. But it's more about just their own psyche, don't you think? Going into the playoffs. I mean, I think that too. I think another team that needs a real big win, the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, I was just thinking back to you know all those, all those the fourth downs that I was telling you the fourth right. down. Right. I mean, that was a I big had. game that that hurt them. You know, well, that was a uh, really that, big game, and then they got destroyed by the Texans. Destroyed. They they would have been in the catbird seat for the AFC West had they yep. uh, had they won that game. Then they go and they lose to Davis Mills and the Houston Texans, who a lot of people thought were going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. I never did. I always thought that was going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars, even with Urban Meyer as the head coach. But this Chargers team, I thought, you know, while I pat myself on the back, let me stop because I thought this Chargers team was going to be the one of the classes of the AFC. Defensively, they're not there, and just they got, I mean, a true just do that quarterback in Justin Herbert, but they need a win badly because yeah, this is a team that should be competing for the, in my opinion, they should be right up there at the top of the AFC and they're not right now. And I'm not even, I mean, they play the Broncos at home, but that, that I don't think that's a, a gimme. Uh, but I do think the other one is Cincinnati. Now they're, they're, they're nine and six and they're playing the chiefs. Uh, chiefs are in good, you know, good spot or whatever. But for the Bengals, I just think it's, important um, for them if they were to beat the Chiefs going into the playoffs. Would, would that the Chiefs have won eight in a row if they were somehow able to knock off the Chiefs at home well, in Cincinnati? Not only that, I think it's a big one too because you just had one of those really big quote-unquote statement wins, even though it was a regular season win last week with Joe Burrow throwing for the fourth most passing yards in the NFL history, breaking uh, Bengals franchise record passing yards. You know, that, the guy who had it, Boomer, was pretty good, right? And Joe Burrow's only in his second year. And that team is young with Jamar Chase and Higgins, both over 1,000 yards receiving. I, I want to say, if I had this stat right, it's Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Joe Mixon, all under 25 years old, all over 1,000 yards, either receiving or rushing, depending on what position they play. Which, I mean, that... The future doesn't get much brighter than that. And they're coming off of that win where they kind of, you know, it was a real kind of like smoke the cigars afterward type of win. If they come out and follow that up with a nut, they can't come out and follow it up with a letdown. You got to come well, out and follow it up. We've seen that already. Put, you remember when they lost to the Jets? You remember and so that? that's what I'm saying. That was your time to do that. Did they learn from that lesson? Is this a team? Because that'll, I think that'll show you whether or not there's another team that you really need to be concerned about at the top of the AFC. Yeah. I'm trying to think. You're right. Uh, and and I think Buffalo, obviously they played the Falcons. It's not. But that they had their big win last week. Would you agree with that over the Patriots 
in Foxborough. That was huge for them. Yeah, they just have to keep on keeping on at this point. I think the biggest thing for them, they're going to go as far as Josh Allen can take them. So, you know, I, I, part of the reason I had picked the Patriots in that game is I thought Josh Allen was going to be a little bit more affected by his foot injury than he has been. But well, he made a move in that game, which was shocking because he should have been hit for a loss, right? We were watching that, Martin, remember? Right, but no, I'm saying, but I I didn't think that he was going to be able to do stuff like that with, with his foot in a walking boot 10 days right. prior. But as long as Josh Allen stays healthy, he's going to take them as long. As All soon right. as he goes down, it's over. All right, it is the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, the final hour of the program. And yes, you know we couldn't have a Odd Couple program without a final tribute to Betty White, and we're going to do that next. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio.